0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. feel good about driving, Bridgestone, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily as we cover the industry that never sleeps. General Motors continues to take steps in damage control over this ignition switch defect that has captured national headlines in the U.S. It named Jeff Boyer to the newly created position of Vice President Global Vehicle Safety. He will make regular reports to top management and even the board of directors about vehicle safety issues with the company's products. That should ensure top management can never again claim it did not know what was going on. But in a possible indication of what this disaster is going to cost GM, Toyota is reportedly going to pay a $1.2 billion fine to the U.S. Justice Department. It all has to do with those alleged incidents of unintended acceleration with Toyota's vehicles, but the reason for the fine is that Toyota failed to notify the proper authorities or the public that it had a problem. And that sounds exactly like what's happened at General Motors. Toyota also settled a class action lawsuit from owners who claimed their vehicles lost value. That lawsuit cost Toyota $1.6 billion. But when you add everything up, including the cost of lawyers and the need for sales incentives and marketing campaigns, some analysts say this actually cost Toyota about $5 billion. So far, GM has said it will book a $300 million charge in the first quarter for its recall But Toyota's experience strongly suggests it's going to cost GM a lot more than that. Sales in North America have been hammered by winter weather, but there's a sign that spring is just around the corner. Wards reports that production of light vehicles in the month of February were up a strong 4.5% from a year ago. Car production was actually down a little bit, down 3.5%, but light trucks were up over 11%. And in a sign that the slump in Europe is turning around, sales shot up over 7.5% in February, marking the sixth consecutive monthly gain. Renault and Volkswagen saw the biggest rise in sales, and the European Commission is predicting the European economy will continue to grow in 2014. Last month, Porsche recalled all 2014 911 GT3s and told owners to stop driving the car after two of them caught fire due to a problem with the engine porsche just announced it figured out what the problem is and that it's got a fix for it and the fix is the company will replace the engine owners will be offered a loaner while their engine is being swapped out we just got a chance to drive the all-new 2015 chrysler 200 and here's our first impressions of the car the styling is more elegant and upscale than the previous model and it features a new signature grille with the winged Chrysler logo. Inside is just as nice, with soft touch materials in all the right spots, and the layout of the climate and infotainment controls creates a nice cockpit-like feel. Two engines are available, a 2.4-liter inline four-cylinder and a 3.6 Pentastar V6, both of which are mated to a nine-speed automatic. We drove both engines with front-wheel drive All-wheel drive is also offered. Both performed well in the hilly, twisty back roads of Kentucky. The four-cylinder was particularly impressive and is not that much of a step down from a power standpoint compared to the V6. The 2015 200 has a base price just under $23,000, and we will have a more in-depth look in a future show. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Proven on the track. And on roads around the world, Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the Eyes IndyCar Series. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Mark says. Why do you think everyone blames poor sales of the Silverado on styling, and yet some brands like Honda, Audi, and BMW barely update their cars and SUV styling, and their sales keep going up? Well, I think those brands do update their styling, especially BMW and Audi. Don't mistake family resemblance with no change at all. And if styling does not explain the Silverado's poor sales, what does? Revamped heard our report that Audi is coming out with 4G LTE and says $500 for 4G LTE? Nope. I'd rather use my phone as a hotspot or get a mobile hotspot router. Audi is going to be outdated by year's end. Well, I'm not so sure that using your phone will work as well as the Wi-Fi hotspot in your 4G car, but once we get some of these cars in the Autoline garage, we'll let you know what we think. We got a lot of feedback on using propane to power commercial trucks. Bob Mann says, I use propane to heat my garage shop. Last September, I paid $1.79 a gallon. Last month, I was forced to pay $4.79 per gallon due to a shortage. How's that going to go over when both homes and vehicles are using this stuff? Bob Mann, you need to get people like yourself to band together and buy your supplies on a long-term contract that lets you lock in a cheap price. So how do you do that? Beats me, but I know that is the answer. We got even more feedback on my criticism of backup cameras. Lex says, if visibility is an issue with most backup cameras in low or no light conditions, then why not incorporate the camera within or near the reverse light emitting housing source? The reverse light should provide ample illumination. And yeah, you know, you're right, it should. But in many cases, it does not. It all has to do with the resolution of the camera being used and the screen which shows the display. Robert Sauter says, John, when your windshield gets dirty, do you clean it? How about your rear window? Oh my goodness! While you are back there, wipe off your rear camera lens. I live in LA and my backup camera works great. You choose to live in a lousy climate, not me. Stop complaining and clean your camera lens. This is why the IIHS chose LA to test backup cameras because it would make it look like they were very intelligently recommending a device that works well. But what the IIHS and Robert do not understand is that even if you wipe the lens clean, all it takes is about two blocks of driving in bad weather to mess it up again. Robert, when I was at the LA Auto Show in November, it rained and we ran into the same problem, (laughs) yeah, even in LA. Howard Levine says, you're right on the money with the cameras. My vehicles are equipped with rear-view cameras and sensors. If I had to have just one, it would be the sensors. The lenses on the camera do not work well for vehicles driven in snow or even heavy rain. And thank you, Howard. And I want to thank all of you for writing in or commenting, even when you criticize us. Remember, tomorrow night for Autoline After Hours, we have Mose Nolan coming in. When it comes to building race engines, he has done it all. He helped Ford develop some of the most famous race engines in its history, working alongside some of the most colorful characters involved in motor racing, and he's got some great stories to tell us all about it. That's tomorrow night on Outline After Hours. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you tomorrow.